0: In just 20 days, on this November 20th, Texas is scheduled to execute an innocent man for a rape and murder he did not commit. His name is Rodney Reed, and he's been on death row for 20 years, convicted for a crime against a white woman by an all-white jury, framed by both police and prosecutors, with mountains of evidence that exonerates him kept from the jury. I'm dedicating the next 20 days of my life to helping save this man's life, and I want you to join me. I need you to join me. On every episode of The Breakdown for the next 20 days, I'll advocate for Rodney Reed, but it's going to take all hands on deck to save the life of Rodney Reed. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. The the, the Breakdown This morning I spoke with the family of Rodney Reed and I've committed to the family, uh, to their attorneys and to many of the advocates that are working closely uh, and have been working closely with the family, with Rodney and others fighting for his freedom. I committed to them that I'll dedicate the next 20 days and let's hope and pray and believe longer than 20 days uh, to fight for the freedom and exoneration of Rodney Reed. I want to say a few things. I'm going to dedicate the next 20 days, not only of my life, but of this podcast to helping us stay the execution of Rodney Reed, but also hopefully doing something that will cause the courts and the system's to review the mountains and mountains of evidence that was never included in his actual trial over 20 years ago for them to consider the evidence i i do not believe in any way whatsoever and i'm going to break down and explain the case not all today but on all of the episodes uh in the in the days ahead i i don't believe for a minute that if all of the evidence that is available was Available today, I don't believe that Rodney Reed would be convicted. Not at all. Not even a little bit. I don't think one credible human being believes that with all of the evidence that is available, with the witnesses, with members of the victim's own family, uh, with uh, police officers and law enforcement officers who now come forward to say that they have evidence that exonerates Rodney Reed, he would never be convicted and yet our system is not allowing for the entering of that evidence i want to i want to say a few things i i am slow to enter these cases because you never know you don't know i i enter a case like this with a degree of skepticism, uh, side eye, and, and curiosity because I don't, I don't know the truth. And when someone asks me, and I get asked this, and I mean this literally, hundreds of times a day to get involved in cases, and I wish that I had the capacity to support all of those cases, I don't. But I begin when when I begin the process of deciding whether or not I can pause everything that's going on in my life to support a case. I don't start from the vantage point of I believe this now prove me wrong. Emotionally, internally, privately. And I don't think I've ever even said this out loud. I start from the vantage point of I really don't know what to believe. Uh, I am erring on the side of not believing it. Not because that's how my my mind operates. I just, I, I need the evidence to speak to me in a way that that convinces me that our Police, prosecutors, court systems are all wrong. Now, trust me, I have worked on so many cases where that is the reality. But what I want to do is find the holes, find the evidence. And in this case, I have, I have now studied this case for the past month at, at great length. I absolutely believe that Rodney Reed is innocent. I don't I don't believe that he committed this murder that he's been convicted of. I don't believe that he was present. I don't believe that he knew about it. And I believe that he is not only not guilty of the crime, I believe he's completely innocent, factually innocent. Rodney has maintained his innocence. For the past 21 years for the murder of a young woman named Stacey Stites in Bastrop, Texas. And since his trial, there has been so much evidence that exonerates Reed and implicates instead Stacey Stice's fiance, Jimmy Fennell, a local police officer. And I want to unpack this evidence. I'm about to read to you today 10 points from the Innocence Project, who has taken on this case. Now, I have... Dozens of friends who work for the Innocence Project. I have I have worked with them. I, I spoke at their conference earlier this year. They are also very, very slow to take on these cases. So I want to break something down for you. I want to break down these 10 points that they have listed, and we're gonna start there today to help you understand the case. All right? Let me break it down. <laughs> Break it down. In 1998, Rodney Reed, who is a black man, was in a consensual relationship, and it was not just a sexual relationship, they had a, a, a personal affection for one another with a young woman named Stacy Stites. And Stacey's family has come forward recently to confirm that, family and friends. And she was at this same time engaged to a police officer, a local police officer in Texas, while she was in this relationship with Rodney Reed. And when she was discovered, her body discarded, she was apparently uh, strangled to death, and people believe that she was potentially sexually assaulted as well. And her body discarded in the woods. When that news came out several days after her murder, Rodney Reed saw it on the news and said in interviews all the way back then that he was shocked, disgusted, that he was in disbelief because he knew her and because he had had a relationship with her, but that he never considered that he would be seen as the prime suspect, certainly never considered that he would be arrested, charged, convicted for her murder. And pretty quickly, he began thinking that it was probably her fiance. And I want to go down 10 points, key facts that the Innocence Project lists about this case, all right? Again, I need you to get these facts, and I'm going to unpack and explain these every single day, and I'm going to give us action steps that we can take together to help make sure that his execution is at the very least delayed, and we are hoping that Rodney Reed will get a new trial. Here are 10 key facts that you need to understand. Number one, the murder weapon. This is outrageous. The murder weapon has never been tested for DNA evidence. Never. Not once. Not back in 1998 when the DNA testing uh, was, was much more rare. It is still available to be tested. Of, of course, now, 21 years later, uh, while it is still available for testing, uh, its condition, of course, is degraded, but it is available. She was strangled with a belt. And Rodney Reed and his attorneys, are openly begging for it to be tested, which is typically not what someone who used such a belt would would say. Requests for DNA testing of crime scene evidence, including the belt that was used as the murder weapon, has been repeatedly denied by the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals. And in 2018, the United States Supreme Court declined to directly review the Texas court's denial of DNA testing. That belt needs to be tested. It's outrageous that there is a murder weapon that the police and prosecutors say is the murder weapon that they refuse to test for DNA. Number two, the state's three forensic experts, and, and let me be clear what I mean, the three criminal the three crime scene experts who the prosecution relied on have now admitted on record to errors in their testimony, which led to Reed's conviction and death sentence. The three forensic experts from Reed's original trial have now submitted affidavits that the original time of death is inaccurate, which makes the timeline for Reed killing sites completely implausible and impossible. Number three, renowned forensic pathologists, including Michael Baden, uh, Werner Spitz, Leroy Riddick, and Cyril Wecht, all of of them are doctors and experts with combined hundreds of years of experience. Basically, I just named the four most respected forensic pathologists in American history, Michael Baden, Werner Spitz, Leroy Riddick, and Cyril Wecht. Have all concluded that Reed's guilt is medically and scientifically impossible. The prosecution's only forensic evidence linking Reed to the crime was semen taken from Stites' body, which was attributed to the consensual relationship between them. That is, there is no other evidence that Rodney Reed had anything to do with this, there is no evidence that he had anything to do with the crime. The only thing even linking him to her is that DNA. The prosecution used this to connect him to the murder, and they tried to refute that this was a consensual romantic relationship. But supporting testimony has since been recanted and completely discredits the state's case. Number four, Rodney Reed and Stacey Stites were having a consensual sexual relationship. At the time of the trial, again, you have to go back in time. In 1998, no one came forward to corroborate their relationship. Today, new witnesses, including Stites' own cousin, her co-workers, have all corroborated Reed's claim that they knew that Reed and Stites were romantically involved. And that Stacey Stites told them that she was involved in a sexual relationship with Rodney Reed. Number five. For months after the murder, Jimmy Fennell was the primary suspect in the case. Her fiancé, who was a police officer, was the primary suspect. A recording of one of the police investigators indicates that Fennell was suspected in the murder of Stites, motivated by her relationship with another man, Rodney Reed. He was the suspect. Number six. Fennell's best friend at the time of the crime, Bastrop Sheriff's Officer Curtis Davis, has now revealed that Fennell gave an inconsistent account of where he was on the night of the murder. Fennell had told his friend that he was out drinking on the night Stites was murdered. Contradicting this claim, he later stated that he was with Stites in their apartment during what we now know was the actual time of her death. Based on Dr. Michael Baden's updated testimony, we now understand the approximate time that she was killed, and that's the time that Officer Fennell, her fiancé, said he was with her. When asked to explain this discrepancy, Fennell declined to testify because his answers might further incriminate him. Number seven, two witnesses have now come forward in recent weeks and submitted signed affidavits that add to the mounting evidence against Jimmy Fennell. These affidavits include testimony from an insurance salesperson who stated that Fennell threatened to kill Stites while they were applying for life insurance, literally. The second witness was a deputy in the Lee County Sheriff's Office at the time of the murder who Fennell made an alarming and incriminating statement to at Stites' funeral regarding her body. A no, this is another law enforcement officer. And to be clear, he is now saying, another law enforcement officer is saying that at her funeral, Stites, at, at Stitz's funeral, Fennel said, you got what you deserved. At her funeral. A police officer heard him say this, and he is now going on the record, the police officer is, to say such a thing. Number eight, Fennell, her fiancé, later served a 10-year prison sentence for a sex crime and kidnapping. Law enforcement records also document a pattern of violence against women perpetrated by this man, and he was convicted of a sex crime and kidnapping and has a pattern of abuse and domestic violence against women. Number nine, this case was racially charged. Reed, a black man, was found guilty of murdering Stites, a white woman, by an all-white jury. We know the history of this country. We know what this is. Here's the tenth point made by the Innocence Project. We need you to take action, which leads me to today's action step. Action, action, action steps. I have two action steps that I desperately need you to take, and I cannot emphasize enough the sensitivity and the the timeliness of this. I need you to take these steps right now. First and foremost, I want you to go to theactionpack.com. If you've already signed up to be a part of the Action Pack team, don't worry about it. I got you. If you don't know what that is and aren't sure if you've signed up, that means you haven't. And I need you right now to sign up to be a part of this team because for the next 20 days, I'm going to email you and text you very specific action steps and things that you can do. So I need you to go right now to the Action Pack. That's P A C. TheActionPAC.com. TheActionPAC.com. And just fill out the sign up form. It's on the front page. It's urgent. I can't, I can't emphasize that enough. It is an emergency. Go to theactionpack.com, sign up there on the form. I need you to do this right away. The Action Pack, theactionpac.com, and just complete the sign-up form because that's where we're going to build our team. Secondly, I want you, you are your own person. I just want you to Google Rodney Reed. You can Google Rodney Reed execution. You can search it on YouTube. I'd love for you to search it on YouTube. Search it on Google. And I want you to read the articles. I want you to look at the videos for yourself. Search Rodney Reed. See the people that are finally coming forward, who in 1998, in great part because it was a different time, Uh, It was a a, a racist, rural place. Uh, A lot of people who should have come forward to save this man's life back then did not. And I want you to see that. I just want you to see it for yourself. I don't want to spoon feed this to you. I want you to join this battle. And as a part of that, I want you to just do your own research. Just do it today. As soon as you hear this, take a moment, get on your computer, get on your phone, and start Googling, start searching YouTube. For Rodney Reed. and See what you see. Make your own judgment about his guilt or innocence. But I'm telling you, I have studied the evidence. I am still studying it every single day. I have consulted other attorneys who have been working on this case for years who have also come to the same conclusions that I am coming to that this is an innocent man who is scheduled to be executed in 20 days right here in the United States. All right? Fill out the form at the action pack, the actionpac.com, then just begin doing the research for yourself. I need you to do it. I want you to come to your own emotional decision where you decide that you are going to get involved, all right? Break it down. Break the break the break the break, break, break. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of The Breakdown. As I said earlier, we're going to be talking, studying, fighting, advocating for the exoneration of Rodney Reed for the next 20 days until this execution is stayed. We'll do anything and everything we can to prevent this man's death. Please share this podcast with all your friends and family. Please leave, if you can, your best review. Uh, on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews not only encourage me, but they show other people what this podcast is all about. If you haven't already subscribed to The Breakdown, please subscribe not just on Apple Podcasts, but Spotify and everywhere else. We're hoping to get to 100,000 subscribers and we're getting closer and closer every single day. Of course, thank you so much to the nearly 30,000 founding members of the North Star whose generosity even makes this podcast possible if you'd love to become a founding member we need you we need your support you can go right now to the northstar.com and become a founding member today of course thank you as always to our associate producer Lysandra and our senior producer and podcast director Willis for their hard work on this and every episode let's free Rodney Reed y'all take care everybody